Hello podcast listeners, this is the Brendan Brown's Collections of Facts and Theories podcast show. So today's episode is a trailer and update episode to tell you guys that I secured the PS5, guys and gals. I secured it. Yay, 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 yay. I secured the PS5 and also I'm going to pick it up Saturday. So I can't confirm it yet because it was acting up to only for one time. No, it was only the day I purchased it. It was saying you couldn't update the payment method. Then I updated it and it worked. So my order is not canceled as of now. So I'm just going to make sure to keep watching this whole week to make sure it doesn't get canceled because sometimes the sites can glitch and they can get canceled and eventually you might can't, you know, get it and you might feel bad. So I can't really, you know, be excited yet because I still have to receive the PlayStation, but my boost is like high and I have a great emotional boost and I actually feel happy and more encouraged that I have the PS5 and I'll be able to play it. Um on December 4th and 5th and live stream. But um, I'm not going to really play it until I live stream and get all my equipment. So that you know you can watch me live stream through via Twitch. But yeah guys I hope you all enjoy my episode tomorrow. Um, but as of that recording of that episode I made um, for Monday. Um, I record, I pre-recorded those um, segments on Saturday, which was yesterday. So if I say I don't have the PS5, don't listen to what that is because I just made an episode now that you're listening to confirming that I did secure the PS5 in the online bag. So all I got to do now is just wait for it to be in store so I can pick it up and play it. And when I pick it up, I'll confirm it through my YouTube channel and have an unboxing video of that and have an unboxing video of many more great things. But that's all I had to say, podcast listeners, and I hope you all enjoyed this wonderful, wonderful brief episode slash bonus episode slash trailer. And keep on living your positivity. Goodbye. Also, podcast listeners, forgive me again. If you were listening to this episode the second time, you probably never heard this segment the first time you heard it. But if you're new to this episode and and this is your first time listening, well, this is an extra segment. I just wanted to give you this extra thing I forgot to really add. Forgive me for not adding it. But what I wanted to tell you is is that this is going to be a very great week, starting from this week all the way to maybe the first from now through the first or second week of December because it's going to be very special and very great because I only have school two days out of this week so you will have some great very long YouTube I mean not YouTube excuse me podcast episodes and my YouTube videos I'll start working on them and I'll work on that um, motivation video I was going to work on and I believe that's the only episode I mean video I was going to work on and my unboxing video when I do it next week but I'm just very hype and excited. This Saturday, I'll be eligible to pick up my PlayStation 5 if I can get it, if it doesn't get canceled by Saturday. And then also, I'm getting my light, my ring light, so that when I live stream on Twitch and on YouTube, when I'm just you know making my videos, you can see the perfect lighting. So that'll be a great thing. And also, I'm getting that PS5 camera very soon so that I can live stream through via Twitch, and you can have that PS5 camera to see my face as I am talking. And also, I'll be getting this Miles Morales prequel book book that I heard about, because I was just typing in, you know, Miles Morales on Google. Then eventually I saw that shopping, I said, that's a book based on a video game, and it says it's a prequel. And then I looked at YouTube, and then 
some YouTuber was saying that they did the same thing with Spider-Man. They had the prequel book and the art of book because I was typing into Miles Morales magazine and I saw that. So I said, well, I'm going to get on Amazon because there's only one left in stock. So I'm going to get Miles Morales magazine and the Miles Morales um, prequel book because, you know, I always used to be at GameStop for a while, but I stopped being there because, you know, they're being so pushy. Now, speaking negative of GameStop, but I just stayed away. Now I'm coming back to GameStop. Instead of my father having his account, I'll make my own account. So, really, with the Game Informer thing, you got to pay that. So, I can't pay that yet. But, you know, with this Game Informer, I never got the magazine because my father, you know, stopped messing with GameStop since last year. And then 2020 came, and we, you know, you really don't need to do GameStop because. We've been stopped since Mortal Kombat. The last time I went to GameStop to purchase something was when Mortal Kombat 11 came out last year in spring of 2019. Around that April, May mark. April. It was April because it was a pre-order midnight released. And I did not get Zhao Kahn, but I did get an MK11 mask, which was very excellent. But eventually, I don't know where my mask is at, so... I don't know what happened to my Mortal Kombat 11 mask. If I ever find it, I will wear it. And I might wear it in a chat to represent Scorpion one day. But to get to the main part of what I was saying, I will be getting all my accessories for everything I need. So again, to recap, what I'm going to say is that, you know, I'm getting all my accessories. I'm getting everything I can get. And my mic is coming to um Tuesday. As of this recording, it should be coming Tuesday, or it should be coming tomorrow, which is Monday. So, I'll be getting my mic, and my audio will start sounding better on my YouTube videos, my Twitch live streams, and on my podcast. So, I'm just very hyped and excited to get all these accessories, and to get my light, and to get everything I need, guys and gals. So, yeah, I just wanted to remind everyone about that, and um, have a blessed day, and I'll catch you all next time. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, God, and letting us see another day, day, Jesus. Lord God, thank you, Lord, for letting us have the opportunity to come back after weeks to do the Bible study, God. I ask Jesus as we come and congregate that get together in your word, God, I ask Jesus to help us to understand we're learning and help everything to go well and help it to be a wonderful and learningful Bible study this evening. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for that, sir. You're welcome. How's everybody been? Everybody doing all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to see everybody. Ending, we're, we're nearing the end of uh, 2020. Anybody ready for 2020 I would even say the same thing for the most part. It's not been the best year, but when you look at the fact that uh, for a lot of us, the Lord has spared our lives even through all of this going on. Mm-hmm. So for that, that makes it a good year. Oh, of course, that's the blessing. Hopefully, we'll be able to go into 2021 still standing and still uh, among the land of the living, like the old people say. All right, we're just going to talk real quick. I'm not going to keep you all long tonight. Um, I got, really, we're just going to talk about two scriptures. There's going to be a little bit of like a self-reflection Wednesday. And what I mean by that is we're going to look a little bit 
into just how much we say we love the Lord and what that means. And then we're going to do a little self-check and make sure that we line it up and that we're doing exactly what it takes to love the Lord. All right? So, first scripture we're going to go to, I want y'all to go to uh, John in New, New Testament. John chapter 14 and verse 15. Now, last weekend, I introduced this same scripture because it went well with, with the lesson that we were talking about. We went over, somebody tell me what we talked about last week. What, we, what, what, we, what have we been discussing? What chapter and book in the Bible? We've been studying in the book of Psalms, right? And we've been talking about the book of Psalms, chapter 27. That's where we've been talking about that. We've been talking about how David is uh, basically was letting us know that we can have full confidence in the Lord, right? We can have full confidence in the Lord and that he is the one that provides our strength. He is the one that protects us. He is the one that does everything and is everything that we will ever need. So, so you, David was just sharing with us in that, that book of Psalms that, you know, for us, when we find ourselves surrounded by our enemies, and it could be, you know, enemies in the natural, or it could be enemy in the sense of the devil, you know, on our tail and presenting things to us to, to try to trip us up, that we need to be able to reflect back to the word. We need to be able to reflect back to everything that God has told us in his word. And we need to also, you know, be able to stand on our faith. And when we need strength, we need to be remembered who we need to go to. We need to go to God to get that strength. Right? Mm -hmm. So that, that book of Psalms, um, chapter 27, is uh, it's a short chapter, but it's powerful. Because there is where we find David really pouring out to, to, to the Lord and to us to let, let us know and to be an example for us on what we need to do and how we should be when we're talking about going through things and we need strength and everything else, I mean, that whole chapter just gives you a whole could, lot of insight on how you should be handling things in your life. Could you repeat that again, please? So, that was um, the book of Psalm, chapter 27. Chapter 27 verses... The whole the whole entire chapter. Well, you know, I just, this just came to my mind. I think we already had this conversation earlier before. Um, it's not chapters, it's actually books. Well, you're right. And that's my you're mistake right. as well. I'm thinking it's a chapter myself. <laughs> uh, book of Psalms, uh, 27th book of Psalms. Yes, sir. Okay. And that is verses uh, 1 through 14. We covered the whole entire thing. Okay, I have it right now. All right. Now we're going to go to uh, John chapter 14, verse 15. Now, before we read that, since I'm uh, calling this, to this this study tonight, Self-Reflection Wednesday, we're going to do a little self-reflection. I want you guys to, uh, to tell me in your own words, what does it mean to love? What is, what is love to y'all? What does it mean to love? Um... It means you just have compassion for that person, love that person a lot. Yeah, love is love is a part of well, compassion is 
definitely a part of love. It's a stronger version of caring about somebody. Exactly. A stronger version of caring about somebody. Janiah and Kate, can y'all, to y'all, what does love mean? It's caring about people. Caring about people, exactly. Got anything any different tonight? It's like something that you can't just say out of the ordinary. You have to like show, show that person. Everybody gave great, awesome answers. That is what I was looking for right there. There's a specific thing about love. Love is something that can be thrown about like every average word that you may say all day long. But there's a difference when you talk about love because when you say you love someone or you love something, there is action behind that, right? If I tell you I love you, but I never show you, can you really say that I love you, right? If I tell you I love you and I don't have compassion, or if I don't care about you, can I really say that I love you, right? So when we do self-reflection, in a sense, where we start asking ourselves the question, do we really love the Lord? That's a heavy subject, right? That's a heavy question because if we say we love God, then there should be some action behind our love that we say we have for him. Meaning we should be studying, right? We should be reading the Bible. We should be trying to live a life that's according to everything that the word says we should be doing. And when we read uh, John chapter 14 and verse 15, we're going to see an important thing here of what Jesus says that we must be doing, right? So we're going to go to John chapter 14 and verse 15. It's spelled out clearly here. Jesus says to his disciples, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Now, what are the commandments? Y'all tell me a few of the commandments. The yeah, Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments. What, what are some of the commandments that, that Jesus left here for us? Um, to live Christ-like, to um, have... He's a good example, and to um, have just take the ways that he has. And, you know, we can't be perfectionists because we're human, but try to instill Christianity into ourselves and into our family members, friends... Or if even, as for you as an adult, your children, and many more people. Yeah. yeah there's, there's so many examples of, uh, of things that Jesus left there for us, but he left us ten, right? Mm -hmm. He left us ten specific commandments. One of the greatest ones was what? Love thy neighbor as thyself, mm -hmm. right? Who are your neighbors? It's not just your neighbors next door. It's your um, neighbors exactly. as in... Everybody, like how I just said again, just keep bringing the word to everybody, no matter who it is, your friend, stranger. So it's anybody. It's everybody, I should say. Not anybody, everybody. Everybody. I got a question for you. For those of you who have brothers and sisters, can your neighbor be your brothers and sisters? Yes. Exactly. Can your neighbor be your grandparents and your, and your uncles and your aunts? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Lord, when he said, when Jesus said neighbor, he didn't just mean love your next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. The same way you love yourself. Just like what Brendan said, he said love everybody that way. Love thy neighbor as thyself. He also had other commandments out there like thou shalt not steal, right? Thou shalt not have no other God before me. What does that one mean? What does it mean when, when, when Jesus left that commandment that thou should not have no other God before me? He's saying that we should not worship idols. And like how I said again, not like how I said again, but like what happened last week when um, me and my grandparents were having um, the daily bread. And it was explaining that as well in the daily bread about, you know, idols. And we were just having a discussion about how we can not just celebrate idols, but unknowing idols. Because like... Some people can know that they're celebrating unknowing idols and they're saying, oh, I don't worship an idol. I don't worship an idol. I believe in Jesus Christ, so and so. But you can be worshiping an unknowing idol. Like, for example, if I say, I have the PS5 right now and I just go and play it up, play it up, play it up. Don't try to read the word. Don't try to care about the word. That's an idol right there. I don't even know. An unknowingly idol. For example, I'm just saying. Exactly right. We can, we can in a sense put things in position where they can become idols. Mm-hmm. So, in that particular commandment where, where, where the Lord says, thou shalt not have no other God before me, do y'all believe that uh, God is a jealous God? Yeah. That's, that's, that's stated in the word, right? Mm-hmm. God is a jealous God. Why is he a jealous God? Because he don't I'm not going to say it. I want somebody else to have their turn to say it. Okay. Why, why, why is God a jealous God? Freddie, Kate, Janiah, what do y'all think? Why, why do y'all think God is a jealous God? What, what would make you believe that he's a jealous God? ahead of God 
and you're not following what he says in John 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. If you love the Lord, you spend time with him, right? Mm -hmm. You say you love your parents, you say you love your cousins, you love your grandparents and everything else. What do you do? You spend time with them people, right? Mm -hmm. When you see them, you embrace them, right? When you leave them, you tell them I love you, right? Yeah. It's no different than what than what we should be doing with the Lord. When we wake up in the morning, the first thing we should be saying is, Lord, I thank you for giving me life. Lord, I love you, right? Pray. Let, let him know, hey, look, before I do anything else, here, here, here's where you come. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting nothing else before you. I'm going to show you that I love you. And the way that I'm going to show you that I love you is I'm going to give you reverence first thing in the morning. As soon as my feet hit the ground, even if I don't get a chance to pray right at that second, I'm going to at least raise my hand and tell you thank you. Right? Yep. We owe so much that we could never repay God for what he did for us. When he sent his son on that cross for us, there's nothing that we could ever give him. That can ever write. You know what I mean? We can't repay him back in full. We owe the Lord our entire life. And one way that we can show him that is we have to operate in love. We have to make sure that we show showing the Lord that we love him. That word love can come across so easy. It's just like saying, like you said, Brendan, PS5. You can say PS5 all day long. You can say love all day long, but there has to be some action behind that love. Love just can't, you can't just say I love you and then the word love do whatever it's supposed to do. No, it has to have some action behind it in order for it to work. Okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, we now want to go to the book of Ezekiel in the New Testament. We're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse 3. And here's going to be another example for us that the Lord left back here for us to show him through action our love that we have for him. Okay, so in the Bible, Ezekiel is right after the book of Jeremiah. story of what was going on with Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. The Lord was going to be sending Ezekiel to Israel to, uh, to, to speak to the Israelites and give them a word. Mm -hmm. But before he, he went to go speak to the, the Israelites, the Lord wanted Ezekiel to do something. Right? He wanted him to do something. And we're going to find out right here in verse number 3 of chapter 3 what he wanted him to do. He said, and he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Y'all ever heard? Y'all ever heard ministers or, or pastors or preachers say, eat the whole scroll? 
Mm-mm. You ever heard that? When they tell you you must eat the whole scroll? Mm-mm. The scroll represents the Bible. So here what you are finding is you're finding the Lord is telling Ezekiel, I want you to eat this whole Bible. Not in the literal sense, but he's telling them, I want you to digest the words of this Bible. Mm-hmm. I want you to spend time in my word. I want you to spend so much time in my word that it becomes, you know, part of you. It's, you hear all the time they're saying that the word is food for the soul, right? Mm-hmm. The word is food for the soul. The same way as we sit down to the dinner table and we eat chicken and we eat macaroni and all that kind of good stuff. When it comes down to what your soul man needs, you can't feed your soul man macaroni or chicken. You got to feed him what's in this word. This word is what fills and, and fills the belly of your soul man. So when we look at what God is expecting for us to do, mm-hmm. this, these two things he's telling us right here, these two examples, if you love me, number one, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. Number two, live in my word. Read my word. We know that in God's word, instructions for daily life and daily walking and de- making good decisions, all of that stuff is found in the word. When you need comfort, it's found in the word, right? Of course. When you need help making decisions, it's found in the word. Mm-hmm. When you need, when you are presented with a situation where you're supposed to be helping somebody and you don't know what to say, you can find it in the word. There's words of comfort. There's words of anything you need. It's in the word. So when we want to show God that we love him, we, we should be seeking after him. Right? We should be seeking after him. That's how he wants us to, to show that we love him. It, it, shouldn't, it should not be just words that are just coming off of our mouth or out of our mouth. We got to have action behind it. When he says, keep my commandments, he wants you to follow the commandments that was left here. He left 10 commandments, but he also left a whole bunch of other examples and, you know, a whole lot of other parables and sayings and everything else. But he's telling you specifically, I want you to keep my commandments. The instructions that I gave you, I want you to keep those. If you love me, keep those. Do those. Follow those. You can even say those are the rules for life. The Lord lists them all. He, Jesus listed them all out. I want you to follow my commandments. Keep them. And then he tells, like he told Ezekiel, I want you to eat the scroll. And the reason why he told Ezekiel that is because he, when, when it was time for Ezekiel to go speak to the Israelites, he wanted Ezekiel to speak his word. Not what I think, but speak my word. Eat the whole scroll. When it's time for you to speak, I want you to speak what's in my word. I don't want you to speak what comes to your head. I don't want you to make decisions according to what you think. I want you to do what's needed to be done according to what I've said in my word. So if you keep God's commandments and you spend time in his word, then you can say, I love the Lord. Then you can truly say without a shadow of a doubt, that I, I love the Lord. Y'all understand? Yes, sir. I had a little I had a dream last night, right? And I don't always dream like I used to when I was younger, but I had a dream last night and I had to share it with, with Auntie Andrea. I, 
I had I, it was like maybe a five minute dream, but it was powerful because in my dream I was crying, and when I woke up, I, my stomach. You know how sometimes you cry so hard, you, you feel like your stomach is all tight, and you're like, man, I was crying hard. Well, that's how I woke up because in my dream I was crying, and what, in, in the dream what happened was somebody asked me or said something about you know God and. I can't remember if it was like didn't believe in God and all this other kind of stuff like that. And the question that I ended up asking whoever it was was, do you realize just how much God loves you? And then the person was like, nah, either they don't believe or whatever else. And I and, and my answer to them was he gave up his only son for each and every one of us. He gave him up. He gave him up for each and every one of us. And I know we talk about it all the time. We, we always talk about it. Uh, it couldn't be me and everything like that. But when you really put that into like reality, he gave him up without hesitation to show us, right? If that wasn't the ultimate example of love, it wasn't like God did what we often do and just say, oh, I love y'all. No, that was the example for us to follow. He said, I love my children. I have to find a way to reconcile them, right? I have to find a way to bring them back to me. And if the only way that I can do that is to give up my only son, then so be it. He didn't hesitate. There was no hesitation. For many of us, if the Lord would speak to us and tell us, I need to see that you love me. I want you to give up this or give up that or whatever it is. Some of us would have a heart attack. Right? If the Lord spoke to us and told us, I want you to give up your cell phone for three months. How many of y'all think y'all can do that without hesitation? Exactly. That sound effect that you just made, Brendan, is probably what all of us would say if the Lord visited us and, and spoke to us and said, I want you to lay down your cell phone for three months. A lot of us would probably lay back in that seat like, Ugh, I don't know if I can do that. Right? Well, even if he said, give up TV, give up your Xbox, give up your PlayStation, give up your favorite food, your favorite candy. You see how small these things are in comparison to what he did for us? Mm -hmm. But if that's what it, if, if that's, if these little small things, the Lord is willing to accept them little small little sacrifices to show him that you love him and that you that you truly love him and that you truly are all in to serve him. If all he's asking you to do is something this small, why is it often such a big problem for us? Now we can it's easy to say, well, God is almighty. You know, yeah. he's almighty and he's all this and that. But guess what? That was his son. Mm -hmm. So it don't matter how powerful, you know, God is. 
So when you think about that, it will have you feeling some type of way when you be like, you know what? He really gave up his only son for me. For me. And he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. He could have let us just fall with no way of coming back to him. Or he could have had some other way that he came up with. But the Lord said no. The same way sacrifices were offered up, I'm going to offer my son as the sacrifice to bring my people, my children back to me. Yes. So, I mean, that, that, that stuck with me for, for the better part of the day because it was just that quick of a dream. And it was just showing me just how much the Lord loves each and every one of us. That word is more powerful than we give credit. The word love is more powerful than we give it credit. It is much more powerful than probably we even really truly understand. And it requires a lot of effort. It requires commitment. Yes, it does. Because even as your parents, your parents love you. So what do they do? Man, they go to work every day to make sure that you have what you need, right? They come home and they prepare meals to make sure that you can eat. They work hard to make sure you have clothes on your back, a roof over your head, right? They do everything they can to make sure that you are set up for success when you get older, right? Mm -hmm. It ain't always the best because we're human. We ain't the Lord. So we make mistakes here and there. But when you look at if your parents didn't love you, would they go through all of that? There's some who don't. It's a blessing we got a house to live in. Yes, sir. Because, you know, I always see, I always see these homeless people every day um, around by where, you know, Wendy's or Publix at. And I always see them with the dog. And I just feel so sad because, you know, you always see them. I give them a little $20, you know, every time I see them because I want to bless them. Because you, you just get that feeling when you see them that you can tell that, you know, they're homeless. I mean, anybody... I don't care what people say. I just love to take care of the homeless because that's just something I love doing. And I don't care if they're fake or not because guess what? God will handle them if they are fake. Exactly. But with this person right here, they're real. And, you know, every time I always, you know, think of the homeless, they come to my mind because those are the people I always see every single day whenever I go outside to get Wendy's or Chick-fil-A or somewhere because they always be by the restaurants and I didn't see them today as I went to Wednesday, so I was, me and my grandmother just seeing, well, maybe they probably um, got a house or place, because we haven't saw them, you know, in the past few weeks, so I just don't, we just don't know, so I just hope the Lord covered them, and, you know, knowing that I was using that as a reference, um, that's just, you know, using an example of how homeless people is real, and, you know, it's, it's really a blessing that we have a house to live in. We... Like I tell my grandmother, we take these things so um, for granted, but they're very essential. Light, um, clothes, 
glasses, something yeah. to use to eat. Um, everything, everything is essential. It is, and not everyone is fortunate fortunate enough to have that. Yeah. You know, rather it's, it's by not having the ability to, you know, get to that point to be able to provide that kind of stuff, yeah. or like we're talking about, you know, how the Lord gave up his only begotten son. Yeah. You got parents out here who have kids and don't care for them, so they don't provide for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you look at the fact that all of us are in families where the parents care for the kids, <laughs> the word love is shown by the parents' actions going to work, you know, they're doing everything they can to make sure that the kids have what they need. I know that that's what I had growing up, and I'm pretty sure that you guys can say the same thing. You don't always have everything that you may want, but you have everything that you need, right? Mm-hmm. You have everything that you need. Yeah. And when you look at what the Lord did for us, giving up His only Son was His way of ensuring that we would have everything that we need. Right? He made sure that we had a way out. And that's everything that we need. He made sure that we had a way out to get back home. Because when you look at when he took himself and put himself on the earth in the form of his son, he lived through everything that we were ever be faced with, right? He was teased. He was ridiculed. He was persecuted. He was tempted. He was hated. Anything that you could ever think of that we go through, Jesus went through it. So what God did was he afforded us a true living example for how to get back to him. You know? <laughs> I'm going to show you how to get back. I'm going to show you how to get back, and I'm going to show you exactly where you need to be and how to do it. And when, I mean, when you just think about the fact that that's what he did for us, I mean, you know, the Lord could have wiped us all out and started over, right? Mm -hmm. After Adam and Eve fell, he could have just, all right, let's we'll start over. Let's do this over again. But he didn't. He loved his creation, which was us. And he loved us enough to say, you know what? I want these books. I, I don't want to get rid of them. I want them. So how do I get them back to me? Okay, this is what I have to do. There was no hesitation. He put his plan into action. And he followed his plan all the way through. Mm -hmm. And he left examples down here. He left instructions down here. Just like John 14 and 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. When we look at what God asked us to do to show him the love that we should have for him, a lot of it is not it's, it's not stuff that would require us to, you know what I mean, go on top of a mountain and build a big altar. And he ain't asking for all of that no more. He's asking for you to follow, follow my commandments. Spend a little bit of time with me. Come sup with me. Come talk with me. Pray. You know? I'm guilty of it myself. Sometimes you get to the point where it's like, 
man, I'm so busy throughout the day. I don't have time to do all this stuff. Well, you know what? The Lord has time to, to breathe life into your body every day. You can find a few minutes to pray. You can find a few minutes to pull your phone up and not go on Facebook or Instagram and read a scripture or two. Right? You can find a couple minutes to just go around in a corner somewhere where ain't nobody around and lift your hands up and say, Lord, I just want to thank you. With all sincerity, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for allowing me to even be able to do this. And you know, these are the things that oh, we should be sorry. doing, and these are the things that the Lord is willing to accept when we say that we love Him. Mm -hmm. He just wants to see that do you really love me, or is it just words? Because if you love me, like it says in John, you'll keep my commandments, and like it says in Ezekiel, you'll spend time in my word, you'll eat the scroll, you'll spend time in my word. So from a self-reflection standpoint, I have some improving to do, and I'm pretty sure everybody else has some improving to do. Because it is easy to think in your mind, oh, I love the Lord, I love the Lord, I love the Lord. But if you ain't doing nothing, you're just saying a lot of words, right? You're speaking a lot of words. There has to be some action behind that. And, and the beautiful thing about it is, the more time you spend doing these kind of things, the more it becomes a habit. And even, you won't even notice the change that's going on inside of you. People on the outside start to see the change. And that's the beautiful thing, right? That's how in the scripture where it says we should be a light like on a hill, right? Because you ain't going to see your light shining. Everybody else will see that light, right? Right. And yet that's, that's how you're going to start drawing people in. The Bible also speaks that let your life living speak for you, right? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to go on the top of the hill and be hollering about how much you love the Lord. Your life, should you, you should be having some fruit. Your life should be showing that, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're operating in true love for the Lord, there's a change that's going to start happening in your body. In your soul, in your mind, and before you know it, people are gonna start to notice that change. You know, they're gonna start to notice something a little different. You know, the way you speaking, the way you moving, the way you acting is different. What's going on with you? And and then that is your opportunity, like you were saying early on, Brendan, for you to have that conversation with the people. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you love them, keep his commandments. And once you start really truly operating in love for God, that's when you will be able to effectively do the work that he has called each and every one of us to do. Right? Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, um, it's a good thing, like how you said, with social media, you can look at scriptures because it's true. Social media is a good way because, you know, I, I grew up, you know, never liking it because I always heard the negative sides of it. But, you know, with this pandemic in March, when I started my um, podcast, I decided to make an Instagram. And then I said, I'm going to use this to bring the word and bring the word. And, you know, if, if granddaddy, my granddaddy texts you those stuff, I use some of those and put them in the thing to motivate others who are looking at it. And I was just saying, you know, 
I always looked at the negative side, but you know, you realize that there are a lot of positives. You know, ever since March, I realize there's a lot of positives to social media. You know, because you can you don't have to just keep on seeing people do crazy stuff. You can just see Christianity, and not just with that, but with YouTube, with um, Facebook, many other stuff. And it's something though how we can you you all these things we thought were bad, but you can actually use them for the will of God. Or even just to be positive too, and don't always got to show negative stuff. And I know as you, I mean, because I, I was there too. A lot of times we find ourselves, you know, as the youth in the church and and stuff like that you find yourself where it's like, uh, go to church, and sometimes that thing get boring because the delivery is the same. But you know what? There's a charge, and there's a responsibility even for you as a youth. You have a voice, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you want to do a work for the Lord, the Lord is not going to stop you from doing it. Mm-hmm. You were charged to do a work as well. Right? Mm-hmm. So the opportunity is there for you to help change and influence the way that things are done and the way the word gets out. You know what I mean? So don't ever think that you just have to just sit here, you know, and then just, you know, because you. You, you don't like the way, you know, the church service go, or you don't like, like, even right now with Bible study and blah, blah, That's this is your time to, to open up and just talk. This is your time to throw ideas out there for, what if we do it this way? Because I know for me, this is what draws my attention. And I know for my friends, this is what draws their attention. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the kind of work that the Lord wants even you guys doing at your age. It's not just for for me or Auntie Andrea to just sit here and just regurgitate and just talk and just talk. It is for you guys to, just like the Lord says, if you love me, even at the age of five, even at the age of 13, 18, if you love me, keep my commandments. Eat the whole scroll. There's so many different ways to attack that. There's so many ways to carry that message out, you know? So when we come together and we have, you know, time to talk with each other, this is the time for us to learn and then also for you guys to even say, hey, you know, I got some people that I know that might not know about this stuff, might benefit to get them, and this is how we all come together and we work together to get this thing out because it has to get out. Can't always keep it within our four walls, right? Mm-hmm. The Lord wants us to take this stuff out of here. Yes. So this is the prime opportunity for us to learn and then kind of bounce ideas off of this. Look here. They always said there's no bad, no, what is it? There's no bad question except the one that's not asked. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing. There's no bad idea except the one that's not brought out there. You know, if you have an idea or if you've got something to say and you don't say it, I mean, we're all at a loss now because you could have had the idea or said something that really could have just, boom, made everything blow up and have, you know, even a greater impact. So when we get together, you guys continue to just, you know, voice your, your opinions, say what you need to say, ask questions. Uh, we ain't always know the answer. That's why we got the Bible. <laughs> and that's where we got Google too. If we need to Google it to find the answer, we'll do that too. Yeah. So, 
I don't want to keep you all any longer. I hope you all got a little bit out of that just from self-reflection. Hey, just remember, that word love is a powerful, strong word. And when we talk about saying, hey, I love the Lord, you got to remember, there's a lot more than that than just saying, I love the Lord. You know, those two scriptures that I gave you are two examples of what the Lord is saying. Okay, you love me. Well, you're you going to do this and you're going to do that. You know, mm -hmm. so many times we say that to family members and stuff like that, but we don't have no, they don't come back and say nothing to us. Like, okay, if you love me, well, then you make sure every time you see me, I get a hug. You don't, you don't get that, right? You just say, I love you and you go on about your business. And everybody kind of just takes that in as if, okay, yeah, they love me, right? Mm -hmm. Lord is saying, okay, I hear you. I'm taking that in, but I want to see some action behind that. I don't want to just hear the words. I want to see some action. And you know all of what so you're saying. All of my instructions. Oh, sorry. What was that? Sorry, excuse me. You go ahead, go ahead. You know all of what you're saying is confirmation because... Even from the start to beginning, from beginning to end, I mean, to this whole Bible study, you were just saying so much things that were occurring last week and, you know, reading the Daily Bread. And what you were already saying is like a whole recap of what I, when I was reading Daily Bread with my grandparents for the past few weeks. And, you know, it, it's just something like how the Lord can, you know, use people like you and many others, you know, to bring confirmation or just bring inspiration, motivation and so much more. Appreciate that, man. That's, we 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 are all here to to uh, we all got the same mission, and that's what we got to understand. We, we all got the same mission. The same instructions have been given to all, every last one of us, and sometimes that that the Lord the, he he works he works in mysterious ways. That's not a, yeah. a just a slogan. That is the truth. He works in mysterious ways, yes, and he, does. he will tie things in that you have read or seen or heard. Sometimes he'll just tie that in in a way that's like you know what. Huh. I was really supposed to remember that because now look, somebody else is talking about it or I heard it on the radio or I heard it on TV you know, uh -huh. then that, that's when the Lord will come back to you and, and say, see, yeah. that, that word really was for you, yeah. don't, don't think it wasn't and then sometimes you don't even gotta be about the Bible, you know, like oh? I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to take the Bible I'm just saying sometimes I don't even have to include the Bible like, you, oh. I, like one minute I was just, you know it was something about, um yeah, the podcast. I was working on the podcast, and then um, eventually the Lord gave me this video from these people called Buzzpro, because I subscribed to them on YouTube. And, you know, I was just saying, Lord, help me to figure out, you know, how to do such such with this. I see the video, and I was like, what? This is the same thing what I just asked three days ago. And then, you know, those you that YouTube channel, they're always, it's like the Lord uses them because they're always bringing the right advice or right ways how to do like how to put the right mic together somewhere how to monetize how to and i just be praying for those before they even come up in the next minute one week later i'm like what they make a video about this and i just pray to god about this yeah, yeah. i'm telling you he works in mysterious ways yeah. i mean he hears that's why i mean I, i'm like i said i'm gonna be transparent i'm guilty of it sometimes too even at my age sometimes you think that what I what I want to ask the Lord for, or even just to say to Him, maybe because to you it ain't that big, and it's you know it's kind of like why why would I pray to the Lord to help me do that? But that's what He's there for, you know. 
If mm-hmm. you are operating and trying and, 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 and making all strides to walk in the light and in the way that the Lord wants you to walk and you're trying to do what he's telling you to do, the Lord is like, man, I don't care how small it is. It might be small to you, but I mean, it's big to me because it's coming from my child, right? It's important. If it's important to you, it's important to me. Just like what you said, if, if learning how to monetize or to put this thing together, if it's important to you and you're going to be using it for something that is of good value and, and it's, it's something that is positive, the Lord is going to support that. You know, if, it, if, it's, if it's in his will for you, what you got going on to, to reach the masses or, or to be whatever it's supposed to be, the Lord is going to give you exactly what you need and it doesn't matter how. How big or small the prayer mm-hmm. is, or how big or small the request is. And that goes for everybody and anything that you face with. I mean, it could be something as small as, Lord, I just need to make a, a 85 or so, or better on this quiz. It, if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and you and you putting in your side of the, the bargain and you giving effort on your end, the Lord will meet you right there and he'll give you exactly what you need. We just have to remember that. And don't forget the book of Psalms. 27, the 27th book of Psalm, David is telling us in there, he's saying, look, when I need strength, I'm going to this man. When I need comfort, when I need protection, I'm going to this man. I know who I'm going to. And what is he going to do? He's going to pick me up out of my trouble. And while I'm, he's going to put me in a place to where I might still be in my trouble, but I'm not going to be affected by it. I'll be able to watch him work on my trouble. That's that's a mouthful. When you read the 27th book of Psalms, David is saying, man, look, the Lord is powerful, man. He is powerful. When I need something, I go to him. Mm-hmm. When my enemies all around me, I ain't worried. Why, why am I going to fear? They can't beat him. Mm-hmm. So when you have somebody in your corner like that, you should be given every effort to make sure that when you say I love you, there's some action behind that. Mm-hmm. Make sure that the Lord is, he, he know for sure that you love him, right? Uh-oh, y'all excuse me, queen is home. <laughs> but I'm glad everybody was on tonight who was able to get on. Thank y'all for being on. It was good to see y'all again. Um, we're going to be back on for, for those that are going to be on for Sunday school on Sunday. And also we'll be back again on next Wednesday. Same time, same back channel. <laughs> All right? All right. All right. We're going to close out with a word of prayer and ask that you bow your heads real quick. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, Lord. We give you honor and praise today, God, just for who you are, God, and for what you have done in each and every one of our lives, God, for life, health, and strength. Father God, for the use of our limbs, being in our right mind, God, and having an opportunity, Lord, to learn more of you today. So I ask right now, God, that the lesson that we learn today, that we may be able to apply it, Lord, and we know that when we say that we love you, God, that there is an expectation of action behind that. So I ask, Lord, that you prick each and every one of our hearts, God. Allow us to do a self-reflection, Lord, so if there are things that we need to get in order, God, we ask that you help us, God, and that we put in the effort to do so. We ask, Lord, that you continue to watch over the youth, God, wherever we may be and wherever we may go. 
We ask all these things in your wonderful name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.